Marilyn made. Be who you are. Do what you want. The podcast. Brought to you by the number one student athlete development program in the world. So hello and welcome back to another week of the Maryland Made Podcast. This is Sydney Anderson and I will be your host for today's episode. The Maryland Made Podcast provides timely, relevant, and practical information to empower student-athletes to explore their potentials and pursue their passions. Today we are joined by two of our amazing pre-health Terps, Cameron Henderson and Mitch Lloyd. For those of you who are not familiar, Pre-Health Terps is one of Maryland-made student-led groups designed for student-athletes who aspire to enter the pre-health profession post-Maryland. So let's jump right into it. Last week, Marilyn May hosted a workshop um, basically on branding and storytelling. So I want to hear from the two of you. Who are you and why did you join Pre-Health Terps? Mitch, you're a newer member of Pre-Health Terps. So I want to hear from you first. Can you share a little bit about yourself and how you heard about and got involved with Pre-Health Terps? Yeah, thank you. So um, my name is Mitch Lloyd. I'm a freshman here at University of Maryland and I'm on the men's lacrosse team. Uh, as of right now, I am a ma majoring in kinesiology on a uh, pre-med track. And so I really wanted to get into pre-health Terps because um, one, I'm on the pre-health track. So um, I wanted to, you know, prepare myself as best as possible for what's to come in the future. And one of my academic advisors actually uh, provided me with information about pre-health Terps because when I first came into the school I wasn't very aware of it um, and you know as soon as as soon as he told me about it I realized that I wanted to get involved and make the, get involved in the community and make these connections with other athletes um, and not only that but you know just being able to help myself and help others uh, along this track um, is really awesome and you know, the first event I actually attended was the pre-health career meetup, which was, what, two weeks ago? And, um, you know, it provided me with constant opportunities to learn more about different uh, careers. You know, there, there were surgeons, there were physician assistants, physical therapists, and a lot more. Um, so, yeah. That's awesome. And Cameron, as someone who currently serves on the exec board, um, can you share a little bit about yourself and your role as the director of community and clin clinical opportunities? Hi, yeah, of course. So I'm Cameron. I'm a fifth year on the women's track and field team. Um, I'm a shot putter and hammer thrower. Oh, um, I am studying bioengineering with a minor in global engineering leadership. And I am also on the pre-med track as well. Um, so pretty much in my role as director of community and clinical opportunities, I am the co-director along with my other co-director, Maddie. She's on the volleyball team. Um, we really are in charge of one, we send out a weekly newsletter, which I'm working, or bi-weekly newsletter, which I'm working on today. So hopefully we can get that out by Monday. Um, we also are in charge of like looking for volunteering and clinical opportunities, which will most likely, which will be in the newsletter. So make sure you guys actually read it. Um, and yeah, we just really just want to make sure that we're helping our pre-health student athletes get the um volunteering and clinical opportunities that they need to apply to whatever school they want if that's med school pa school pt whatever oh and to piggyback piggyback off of that through your lens what growth have you seen um for pht over your tenure in maryland yeah so i've been there since the beginning i think i was a sophomore when it first started and i was just a member um it's been really great seeing just one, the number of people grow. So like when we first started, it was very small, but now like we have 
a lot more people, which is great, which means there's a lot more student athletes entering the pre-health field or interested in it. And also um, just allows us to have better conversations. It's also just become, I would say like the, our identity has become more clear. So like when it first started, it was very new. So there was no, there was, there was a vision um, of what we could be, but it was like, how do we get there? And I feel like we're getting really close to that vision. Um, just like our last meetup, like two weeks ago, that was perfect. Like we had, we had people, we had physicians, surgeons, PTs, all of that come. And then it was great to have other student athletes come in, you know, interacting to learn about their potential field. Um, so I just, it's great seeing what PhD can really be. And there's still so much more room for growth. And I'm excited to see what we can do in this year and all the subsequent years. I agree. And since I've been here, I've only been here for about six months now, um, but I've definitely seen the growth in pre-health Terps. And I know that the work you guys are doing is being noticed. Um, for example, like I know there's other student athletes who are like, oh, well, maybe we can start like a pre, pre-business Terps or a pre, you know, just different majors of people coming together and trying to support one another with their majors and with the time demands of being a student athlete. Um, so speaking on time demands, being a student athlete has very intense time demands in general. So Cameron, how would you say you balance your time between your sport, studying for the MCAT and having a social life? Uh, time management, Google Calendar. Like Google, Google Calendar is my best friend. Like I put everything I need to do in my Google Calendar. So I have my classes, I have my practice, my lifts, and then I also put in blocks to say for the MCAT. I block that time off in my day to make sure I don't plan anything during that time. So that's one way that I've, that's really helped me balance everything. And I also make sure I ensure I leave some time in the day for myself. So that's like watching Netflix or cooking dinner, just something that I enjoy. I really try to block that time off. And I also try not to work on Saturday, try not to work on Saturdays. And that's kind of like my social day, go out with my friends, go to DC, you know, eat lunch. Um, obviously once I'm in season Saturday is no longer my free day so I really enjoy it while I can in the fall before spring comes that's good and Mitch you're offering a little bit of a different perspective being that you are a freshman um, so how would you say you're adjusting to life as a D1 student athlete and what are some ways you're preparing for the future when it comes to entering the medical field yeah it's definitely a lot different than high school um, you know you're coming in I have I'm waking up at 6 a.m. Uh, multiple days a week for practices um, and being someone in the, uh, the pre-health field. Uh, I definitely have more classes than some other players have. So uh, taking any opportunity to get my homework done um, is really beneficial to me. You know, in between classes, instead of going home and napping, I'll find a quiet place. I'll get some homework done, um, giving myself enough time to study, you know, Again, instead of going home and being next to my bed where I'm very tempted to lay in it, <laughs> I, uh, I go to go to a uh, go to a quiet place. You know, whether that's uh, using the study hall here at Gossett or going to uh, ESJ and studying in in the couches downstairs. Uh, you know, get, just giving myself any opportunity I can to get ahead um, is really beneficial. And a big thing that's been important to me um, my freshman year has been getting sleep. Um, so making sure that, you know, I'm going to bed at the right time, waking up at, uh, going to bed at the right time, just so I make sure I get enough sleep. So I'm energized and ready for the next day to, uh, get my 
get my work done. Um, now down the line, uh, I'm really excited. You know, again, I think I'm preparing myself pretty well by uh, giving myself a set schedule and giving myself the opportunities to get work done um, and making sure I'm not really falling behind. I think that's the biggest thing, just to stay on top of your work while it comes out. Perfect. And just for um, to give our listeners some context, what exactly are each of your career goals or aspirations? So I'll go first. Um, so right now, my plan is to uh, get my bachelor's in kinesiology and then go to medical school after um, and hope to become uh, something in sports medicine, preferably sports medicine physician. Um, so for me, I want to finish out my BS in bioengineering and my minor and, and also go to med school and specialty still up in the air. But like right now, I think I'm leaning heavily towards orthopedics. Okay. Well, you guys are definitely on the right track. Um, I know at our first general body meeting, um, we touched a little bit of on some of the peaks and valleys of entering the medical field. Um, so go, although going in the medical field can be exciting, it can also be nerve wracking. Um, so what are a few things you're looking forward to when it comes to entering the field? No, I'm really looking forward to helping others. Um, I think that's a big thing. Being an athlete, I've been helped a lot by various doctors and physical therapists and people like that in my past. And they've provided me the opportunities to get to where I am to play division one lacrosse um so uh, and i'm so grateful of that and i want to be able to uh go on and help other athletes like i once was um have the same aspirations yeah i completely agree with mitch definitely like along the lines of really just wanting to go and what like go and help people and also like i'm excited to put everything i've learned and like actually use it like you know i've done all these classes in undergrad and I'm going to go through four years of medical school. I'm like, obviously, once you're a doctor, you're constantly, constantly learning, which I'm also excited about because I really do enjoy learning and knowledge. So getting to constantly be able to keep learning while doing something that I love will be very exciting for me. And I also want to stay in like a competitive field, you know, us being athletes, like we're driven by competition. So being able to stay in an environment that's hopefully still past fast pace and competitive, I still get that feeling that I got doing athletics and I get to move that into my career field. That's amazing. And on the other hand, what are some of the fears that you have when entering this profession? My biggest fear is definitely um, entering med school. I've heard that, you know, it's the workload, you know, you're, you're studying late, you're waking up early. Um, it's a lot of stuff to do. So just mentally preparing myself for that is uh, one of one of my biggest fears. Yeah, uh, definitely med school, getting in and doing med school, but also I would say the work-life balance of being a physician can be kind of all over the place, especially when you're first starting out. Um, you know, you're a lowly intern, then you're a resident. So like it, one, it takes a long time to get to a place where you can even find that balance. And then once you're there, finding that balance, keeping that balance and making sure you're still taking care of yourself because if you're not taking care of yourself. There's only so much you can do for your patients. Right. I agree. So how would you guys say Maryland Maid and other student athlete development programs can support um, student athletes who want to enter the medical field so they don't feel like the transition is so hard, whether it be to med school, whether it be PA school or just in general entering the medical field? Like, how can we support you guys? 
I would say just continue to provide us with opportunities um, to learn and meet others. I, I think one of the biggest things that have helped me is having a community of people like me um, who understand what it's like to be in the medical field while also being an athlete because it's very demanding. Um, and, you know, they've done a great job already of providing us with opportunities to meet others. And, you know, we have the Gossett Transition Program, which has allowed all student athletes to um, get some help in transitioning. So, yeah. And Cameron? Yeah, so I would say, like, what 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 you're doing now is great. Like, having pre-health terps and being very supportive of that, that's a huge thing that most schools don't have. Like, we're one of the first schools that even have a pre-health organization geared towards student-athletes. And I think just realizing that student-athletes have such a huge potential and wherever we go in fostering that is great in any for any student-athlete who enters any field. And also just like continuing, I said, something that Maryland Maine has done for me that's made me a lot more confident entering the medical field is just kind of like reminding me that I feel like sometimes you can get down on yourself a lot more, but sometimes like you'll go talk to a Maryland made staff member that just like hype you up for a bit. And you're like, oh, I guess I have like done, like, I guess I am doing pretty well, even though some days you feel like, oh, I don't have enough clinical hours. I don't have enough research. I don't have all this. But you're like, because you're like, but you do have that and you're doing all this. And I think just like const that constant support is really helping. I love that. And I do agree that this is something that a lot of schools aren't doing. Um, and it comes down to the fact that sometimes resources, sometimes people just don't know. So I think the more we can get the message out about the work that Marilyn Mead is doing, I know that's a big reason why I chose to be a part of this staff, um, because they are doing a lot of work that's groundbreaking and that I wish I had as a student athlete. So definitely keep doing what you're doing and we're always here to support you. Um, so we're gonna enter a little bit of a rapid fire. So I'm gonna ask you guys questions and you have to say whatever comes to your mind first. So the first one is going to be the, your biggest inspiration in the medical field. Probably my mom. She was a nurse <laughs> at CHOP uh, right out of college and she dealt with all that pretty well. That's a really hard one. Like, I don't know. I'm like the first person in like my whole family and or like anyone I know to enter the medical field. Um, all my, most of my parents are engin like engineering is what my family has always done. So um, that's really hard. I guess I really like medical TV shows. Like, you know, maybe they're my inspiration. <laughs> I don't know. Love that for you. Grace has my heart. So I understand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the next one is biology or anatomy? Anatomy. Biology. <laughs> Why? I think anatomy is well, definitely much better with uh, kinesiology. Mm, makes sense. Um, I did not have to take like a set anatomy class for my major, but I did have to take a physiology and anatomy and physiology and computational modeling class, which was like anatomy, but then like modeling blood flow and oxygen flow in the lung. It was a terrible class. So that's why I chose biology. Okay. <laughs> okay. Our next one is, would you prefer to do research or to shadow? Probably shadow. Uh, just a more hands-on experience with other people. I'm going to say research. Um, I would have said shadowing before, but I just started doing research this past summer and 
I've really enjoyed it. I feel like it's something I hadn't thought about, which is kind of scary thinking about my career path slightly changing, but um, I really enjoyed research and I like the innovation behind it. Like you're kind of, you don't get the recognition, but you're sometimes making big changes. And it's interesting that you guys kind of have two different perspectives because you're in two different places right now, obviously. Um, so it's like, who knows? That could change over the next couple of years. And that's okay because it's like we're constantly evolving, constantly being exposed to different things. Um, so I think that's awesome that you guys both offer this perspective. Um, so before we wrap up, Cameron, could you share with our listeners how they can get involved with PhD? Yeah, of course. Well, first one is you can, of course, come to our meetings. Um, they're always posted on the Maryland Made Instagram. They're in the email. So make sure when you're, you're reading your emails and you're checking Instagram, um, all information's there. Also, you can feel free to reach out to any of the execs board. Um, honestly, we're across all the teams. We're on track. We're on lacrosse, women's lacrosse. We're on volleyball. Um, also, you, of course, you can talk to the Maryland Made staff and they can put you in contact with us. But there's many different ways to get involved and you don't have to be in the pre-health field to come to our meetings. It's truly just another avenue for career development. So if you're just interested in learning more about health or just wanting to get with other student athletes or just, you know, continue to develop your career development, I guess. Um, yeah, definitely come out. Perfect. And just so everyone knows, the next general body meeting will actually be taking place this Wednesday. Um, November 16th, and it'll take place in via Zoom. So it is posted on our Maryland Made Terps Instagram account. So feel free to RSVP and attend. Um, so thank you all for taking the time to speak with me. I can't wait to see how these resources and connections you gain through Pre-Health Terps push you forward in the future. Um, to those looking to learn more about Pre-Health Terps and all the other unique student-led groups, follow us on all platforms at MD Made Terps. I'll see you all next time.